to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, a weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass collection, bringing you three unique perspectives from a varying skill range. I'm your host, hardcore gamer Andrew. With me, our experienced gamer who still can't figure it out, Keith. Hello. And of course, the always lovely resident noob, Liz. Hi. Today we are going to talk about Alien Isolation, which is Liz's pick. All right, Liz, can you tell us why did you pick this one? So there were a couple reasons. The first is because when I was a kid, I used to watch Alien with my mom and my brother, and I was really little, so I don't remember it too well, and I was like, this is the perfect opportunity to at least watch one of the Alien movies and play the game. And then also, I know it was kind of a horror game, and the last horror game that I saw, it was when Andrew was playing it, and it was called Outlast. And it was so terrifying and fun to watch, and I was hoping that this would be a little bit like that. And I also thought that it looks kind of old school, which, Andrew, you told me it was like the type of game, right? Kind of. Well, it it looks more old school due to the fact that this game takes heavily off of Alien, the movie by Ridley Scott, which came out in 79. So the whole feel of the game was to try to feel like that movie, which since that movie came out in 79, it's meant to be futuristic, but because of the limitations of that time, it... It's kind of old. But it, for me, it was also the way that you walked around and stuff, too, which they did do a really good job in making it look like it was from, like, the 70s yeah. um, movie. All right. And so to give a quick uh, synopsis of this game, so this game is supposed to take place 15 years after the Alien movie. So you play Amanda Ripley, who is Sigourney Weaver's daughter, and it's been 15 years since the ship Nostromos was blown up by Sigourney Weaver. And so you're part of a crew that has picked up the location of the flight recorder of the Nostromos, the ship that Sigourney Weaver's character was on. So you are the daughter and you are going part of this crew to try to recover the flight recorder to figure out what happened to the crew of the Nostromos. So you join a crew of four people, an executive from Weyland yutani an android, Uh, A captain, and then, of course, yourself. So you arrive to a space station called the Sevestopold, which is supposed to be an exact replica of the Nostromos because it's supposed to be a commercial vessel. But it's not really so much a vessel in this game as it is just a space station. But its look and feel is exactly the same as the Nostromo. So sure enough, when you get there, you notice that something's awry and your crew tries to board, but you end up getting separated by debris and you end up landing onto the space station by yourself, and then you quickly discover that there is an alien species running around, killing the people, and you are trying to find the flight recorder to hopefully get some answers and closures of your mother. So, starting off, the thing that I think this game nails, and just by the only thing this game nails, is the look and feel of this game is clearly a love letter to the Alien movie. Everything about this game is just perfectly depicted as it was in the movie. Even the cover art of the game, where it shows Amanda Ripley in a space helmet looking to the left and you can see the reflection of Alien, that's even a perfect copy of Sigourney Weaver's character at the end of Alien when she's hiding in a space suit. She looks to the left and sees the alien. So even the cover art is very much depicting as the movie. But for someone, so Keith, you said you've never seen any of the Alien movies, right? I have never seen one of the Alien movies, so for me going How into this How is that possible? Week, <laughs> I don't know if I was that, just deprived so as weird. a child or what it was, but I just, I never watched the Alien movies. It, 
it wasn't something my family was wow. into, and, and mm-hmm. I never got into it. Um, but yeah, yeah it's such I, iconic so, films. I know, I know, but having never seen the movies, I guess I kind of walked into this game thinking it could, looks like a fun horror game. I'd seen the reviews on the on the Xbox store. Everything seemed like it was going to be something I was into, so I was pretty excited going into this week. So, as someone who's never seen any of the Alien movies, how did you think of the? What did you think of the atmosphere? Um, did you find? Did you feel like it was old? Did you feel like it was futuristic? Well, I mean, obviously, as far as a lot of the the items you see around. So you said this takes place about 15 years after or 15 years after the movie's supposed to take place. So we're talking about maybe the, the 90s. And I noticed like all over the ship, there's just really cool old gadgets like Nintendo looking devices, just a lot of throwback stuff. So I thought well, that was kind of a cool place aspect. in the future. So when it came out in the 70s, it took place like in the in the future, like 21 something, right? Yeah. So it doesn't take place well, in, in the 90s. Well, it's true, but I guess in if you think of it the way Andrew was t- saying it, as far as kind of a a love letter, if you will, to the original, they they wouldn't have known what to use in the '70s, so they just throw on like a 15 year kind of look forward and say, "All right, this is what they would have had 15 years later if this was done in the '90s." I don't know, but there's yeah, if you look, there's definitely all kinds of little devices there. They're definitely very Nintendo-ish, very, just. Big red buttons, gray and black. Yeah, everything's very kind of like analog, and everything's wired. Like you, it's not like our modern technology where we have like everything is wireless. No, everything's bunch connected by these like big thick cords. Everything's smoking. The screens are these old like CCTV kind of looking things. They all look like VHS. Um, even when you start the game up, it does like a VHS, like kind of grainy looking image when it's loading the game up, which I think is kind of a nice touch. Well, yeah, and the autosave too is just a, a, a VHS tape just scrolling. That's what it does every time. Yeah, it it's like this old phone. Yeah. So yeah, for as much as a game that's set in the you know twenty one hundred or whatever it may be, it's very nineteen seventy to nineteen ninety, I guess. Yeah, which I heard that's what the. The directors were trying to go with they said they didn't want anything in this game that didn't seem like it wouldn't be in this universe so they obviously didn't want to try to put anything that's like oh you know it's 15 years in the future so no this one would actually be wireless and you can actually have lasers now they made sure everything felt like it was supposed to be in the universe so the studio that created this is creative assembly i'm assuming have you guys know anything about this no that name sounds really familiar Well, the big games, I actually really like Creative Assembly. So what they're mostly known for is the Total War series, which is a real-time strategy game where you actually create armies and actually go and fight the battlefield with, like, your thousands of troops. Really good games. I absolutely love the Total War series. Uh, They've done, like, kind of some other small things, uh, some racing games. They've done a couple, like, sporting-type games. Uh, This is kind of their first project they did that was a stealth horror because I think they just they were clearly fans of the Alien series and kind of wanted to do this. And everything on paper to this game sounds really good. I mean, even with the art style, you can see that they clearly are big fans of the Alien series. Because me and Liz rewatched the first Alien recently, and just going through it, it's there's so many little Easter eggs, and just about every item that is in the Alien movie is also within this game. 
at one point you see some vehicles on the Nostromos in the Alien movie. Sure enough, they have those vehicles in the game. The motion tracker they modified slightly because in the movie the motion tracker is the size of a suitcase. And they didn't want you walking around with this huge bulky thing. So they made that a little bit smaller. But the flamethrower looks exactly the same. The vents were really cool. The vents are exactly the same. How they kind of slide open and the sound effects they do. The uh, a lot of the rooms are exactly the same. Uh, when one of the characters dies, an alien. It's like this refining room with a bunch of chains. That of course is in the game. The spaceship when you're coming in looks exactly the same. The way the hallways are made, the medical bays are exactly the same. It's it's really really impressive. The attention to detail that's in this game. So it's like this was an alien video game then, huh? Yeah, okay, and that's what I feel like we're trying to go with. It's kind of like an alien simulation. Like, if you wanted the ability to walk around in the alien universe, this is a fantastic game for it. But unfortunately, the gameplay, I think, is just so poor that it just really ruins it and kills it for me. Even the scary parts, you were so frustrated that it wasn't even scary. It was just like, are you serious? Like... Yeah, at first to me was pretty scary. At first I'm like, okay, the music is on is really good, it's really on point. The music did a really good job. It's mimicking as it was in the movie. But the game just quickly got so frustrating that it quickly lost its horror. After Axel died, the game just went so downhill for me. Which it's not really a spoiler, it's someone that you that you meet and you spend a very little time with. I, I guess we should say there's probably gonna be a decent amount of spoilers in this game. But also, too, this game, unfortunately, does not have much of a story. It adds very little to the canon of Alien. And not if, much character, either, to be honest. Yeah, there's not much character development. There's not much There's not much more insight to the crew of the Nostromos. You do find some hidden logs that are recorded from the Nostromos crew, which, once again, another great thing the Creative Assembly team did. They actually got the voice actors from the first Alien to voice act in this game. So you have the voice of Sigourney Weaver, you still have the main actor who does the voice of Dallas, and then you have the uh, actor who played Ash. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know the actor's names. But I looked up, yeah, they are the exact same voice actors. Which is amazing, but if you look at Sigourney Weaver's character in the original Alien movie, she was an amazing character. She was awesome. She was. And then you have this game where you're just like, really? <laughs> That's it? <laughs> That's what you're giving me? It's just like everything about Sigourney, like her voice, the way she carried herself, like she was a boss, you know? And then I just, I mean, it completely fell flat for me for, for the character. Yeah, I, I obviously have way less insight than you guys do as far as all of this movie stuff. I, my my knowledge of Alien really goes as far as pop culture. Uh, I mean, I, I know what it looks like, all the, you know, the, the baby alien popping out of its mouth. Didn't surprise me. I, but, the face hugger? Uh, yeah. Oh, oh you thing. mean its mouth. Exactly. I don't know what it's well, called. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what it's called. The, the little baby <laughs> one. The one that pops out. So... <laughs> I know you're talking about. <laughs> baby one. Yeah. So all in all, like I said, for me, I I feel like I really missed out on what this game is because without even any of that context, I'm going to be honest, I found it really hard to find anything to appreciate about the game, at <laughs> least from, from my perspective. I also thought it was interesting, too, that like later on in the game, the alien does become like a central villain, but... For the first half, I, f- I felt like they had um, the robots and the humans, which the robots were more easy for me to understand because you find out that like the programming is 
off and they start killing people. But the humans, it's like she boards the ship and then all of a sudden um, they all start shooting her. And it's like, really? Like, that's your first instinct when somebody is like trying to like help you out? Like, yeah, I didn't, didn't quite sense. fully get the human perspective. So you kind of have three enemies in this game. You're either fighting humans, you're fighting androids, or you're fighting the alien. Well, I say fighting. You never really loosely. fight the you're, alien. Yeah. No. I mean, like, well, none of these people, I guess, you actually fight. You're more just kind of running. There is a way to fight, but it's really poor. <laughs> it's, it's really, the mechanic of it's really clunky. But yeah, the human aspect just didn't make much sense. They were trying to play it off like, oh, everyone's trying to survive. Everyone's trying to get off this ship. It's kind of a free-for-all. But it doesn't make much sense. They, everyone knows there's an alien hunting and killing everybody. You'd think the basic logic would be, let's all group together and try to figure out a way to fight this thing. Instead, everyone wants to separate and just everyone, every man for himself. And let's all just get picked off by the alien. So yeah, I didn't get much of the human aspect. I feel like they did it just as a way to add more to it. Um, but I think it was you who said it yeah. when we were playing earlier this week. For a game called Alien Isolation, there's very little isolation in this game. There's just always something in your way. And the humans, it, like you said, even as much or as little as they add to the story, they add even less to the gameplay. They're yeah. they're very, very dumb AI uh, I know there are certain instances I'd walk in, they'd start shooting at me, but as long as you ran around the corner, they don't chase, they just forget. It's it's very lacking object permanence. Like, if they don't see you, you're not their issue. Yeah, I found the AI to be very hit or miss. Sometimes, like, I'm hiding in the dark, a super dark room, most rooms are incredibly dark, but I'm, like, hiding in a corner, mostly behind an object, and they would have like laser vision and they could just see me and they never miss their shots. So you're instantly just being shredded apart from guns. Then there's other times where I'm literally standing right next to someone and they literally walk by me, even the alien. I tried running through a door and locking the door because there's a little locking mechanism above some of the doors. And the alien was walking through it while I'm hitting the lock button. So the alien literally rubbed against me and I'm like, well, I'm dead. And then the alien just walked away. And I was like, okay, I unlocked the door and went through the door. <laughs> it's just like, okay, that was kind of random. See, when I hid, like they would find me even if I was like in a completely different room. Like I would like, I saw them coming, but they didn't see me, their back was turned. So I went and hid and then they would find me. And it's like, if these robots aren't programmed to kill people, how are they so good at blocking and like hunting you and stuff? You know, it just, it was, well, each, each species that you're interacting with are kind of like how they interact a little bit differently. So humans are easy to kill, but they have guns, and they can still see you very well. The robots move very slow, but they're harder to kill, and they're harder to lose. And then the alien, you can only hit with a flamethrower to make it run away, but you can't do any damage to it. And if it detects you, it is running at you at the, the speed of light and will instantly kill you. So they, each one of these like species that you're kind of fighting acts in, reacts in different ways, but I felt like they were all just generically kind of dumb. Yeah, and I also thought it was frustrating, like you mentioned several times, that you have the ability to run, but you can't because everybody instantly finds you, yes. which I thought was so dumb. And same with like jumping, like going from the last game and then to this game, and you can't run and you can't jump. I felt like I was in quicksand. I was like, I'm barely moving. Yeah, her feet in general, <laughs> any sort of movement, I felt like her feet were cinder blocks. 
it just the way she ran was just like clunk 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 and it was hard to turn and there was no jumping even if something is an ankle high you can't jump up onto it it was i don't know yeah i felt like her feet were just rocks yeah and you couldn't move i think that part of it is because stealth is so important they're like oh you don't have to move fast but i think if they combine the stealth and the vents and all those cool things with combat like sneaking up on enemies through the vents and actually being able to fight them because there wasn't enough ammo at the beginning when you run into all the the robots and stuff i feel like if they just did a combination of of fighting and stealth it would have been better but just stealth it just didn't work for the game i don't think yeah it definitely i don't know it was it, it just wasn't a game that felt like they put a lot of thought into the overall gameplay of it there's so many good games out there that are stealth based that have plenty of action uh, obviously not on game pass but you know the assassin's creed games or shadow of mordor a game that is on game pass actually so much stealth but so much action and it's just a fantastic blend i know it's a different game style obviously but that's it wasn't even like a game of hide and seek it was just like can I figure out my path through this maze is what it felt like. Yeah. It was a lot of trial and error. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. And that was even the thing. Like it wasn't even, you didn't even always die a lot, at least as far as I got into the game, I was just running in circles and I just never felt like I knew where I was going because everything looked the same. If they didn't have the map, like I would have been screwed. Like I looked at the map a lot, but even that wasn't very helpful because sometimes doors would lock and stuff, so you'd have to find another way. Yeah, so the gameplay of the game is just its just so clunky. I, I felt like it had so many different aspects, but none of them were fully like utilized properly. So yeah, you're sneaking around through vents, but the vent systems I thought were really kind of crummy because the majority of the vents were just like two feet long, and it was just to have you go around a corner. So since this game did tried so hard to look and feel like the Alien movie, which they did a great job with, because of that, there's not a lot of different routes or ways you could tackle a room. So you end up kind of going through these hallways to get to a giant room, and that's kind of like your playground area where you're either going to be hiding from aliens, humans, or androids, and you have to do your objective. And then once you do that, you kind of go through these other hallways to get to your next destination where you're in a giant room and you're trying to do this next objective but the running was like you had the ability to run but even if you're running through the hallways where it's kind of safe and kind of quiet the alien will just pop out of nowhere know where you are and instantly just kill you and take you out and if you didn't save at some of the save points which that's the only way you can save is at these telephones if you didn't save you're going back to the last time you saved which is very frustrating which I think that for like, cause I did novice, cause I read before the game that like novice is like easy, easy is like medium and stuff like that. So I noticed that when I was playing, I actually could run every once in a while, and I wasn't um, attacked by the alien. But I noticed I don't know what you were playing on, but you really couldn't run. So I think I was playing a medium. I can't remember. Which honestly. I wonder like how hard the hard was. I wouldn't care to try. <laughs> nope, not interested. Not at all. There's. There's an achievement to beat it on the hardest difficulty, but I it, so far like point zero two percent of people have done it, and those people have a lot of patience. And clearly, they love the Alien movies. Yeah, which is the thing with this game. Like, it made me feel impatient. Like <laughs> you're talking about, like you need patience for that. Yes, one, because it there was a lot of impatience with this game. Because even when you're in the room and an alien's walking around. 
you're you generally will just have to hide an event and just stare through it and look because the alien always ends up patrolling whatever cabinet you're hiding in. So you just see this alien walking around in circles kind of near you and you have to wait for it to return up to the vent. Then you can leave your cabinet, walk a few more feet till the alien appears again, hide back in another vent, wait another good five minutes till the alien gets bored, goes back in the vent and you just rinse and repeat. And all the missions are just fetch quests. Oh, activate, go to this room and push that button. All right, now go to that room and collect that key card. And go, go all the way room. to the other side of the map. Yeah, go to the other side of the map and I'll push that button. Apparently no one else in this entire space station can do anything. It's all based on you. Well, no, because they're all too busy trying to kill you yeah. than, than actually deal with this alien. So it's, it's a lot easier that way for them. But yeah, do, do, so I don't, again, I don't know if I didn't play enough. Does, does the alien even really carry along a set path of any way? Because that's one of the things that seemed frustrating to me is you just watch it. And I think you sort of said it. Maybe it would go away, maybe it wouldn't go away, but you just have to wait and see. I mean, well, it didn't have a set path. So it's not like with some stealth games, when some AI patrol, they have literally a set path that they go on. And you can, you know, set a booby trap or something because you know they're going to be walking over that path. But with the alien, the alien would appear and just kind of randomly walk around. Sometimes it would walk around for like three minutes, sometimes it would be longer, sometimes it would be shorter... But it would always just kind of, it, it always varied. So there was no, the AI of with the alien was relatively good. It was kind of cool to see how it would move. It would kind of peek around corners. It actually felt pretty similar to like how an alien would look like and feel. Uh, the humans and androids were terrible, but the alien was good. I was, I was going to say, the, the scenes where you're hiding in an event and the alien gets right up in your face, like that's, that's a pretty intense moment. I, I will say it does a good job with that. But that's another thing, just I don't know if we've really dug in on it, but for a game that was dubbed as a horror game, not very scary. Just I, I agree. I don't there's there were some moments where you jump because maybe you just you weren't expecting what you did, but all in all, I was I would have watched that thing with with all the lights off or played that game with all the lights off and not been worried. Yeah, I mean, at first, I thought it was a little bit of a horror game. Like, it, it did put me a little bit on edge. It was a little bit creepy. But it was just so frustrating because the fact that there's also no way of figuring it out, like, how visible you are or how loud you're being. Like, there's no indicators for that. So sometimes when I got caught and would be killed, I'm like, I have no idea how they saw me. I was in a dark room hiding in a corner. How was I discovered? So that was like, and that quickly turned into frustration, which after that, it just loses its horror. I even tried playing this game with headphones to maybe like, oh, maybe the sound effect of hearing the alien above me or below me, which they did a really good job with. It still just did not scare me. Well, one question actually, and I guess you just said it didn't scare you at all. I'm curious if having watched those movies as a kid, like, was there some nostalgia to it that like actually added a level of fear to it in a way? Because like, you actually had fears of it from when you were a kid, whereas I saw it when I was older. And again, not saw it. I just became aware of it as I was older and learned cultural references. So by that point, it was just cheesy 80s you know, cosmetics to me. See, when I was a kid, because we didn't have like an age limit on movies, um, I didn't find it scary when I first saw it. So, I mean, like for me, like I, 
I was scared by other movies, like, you know, like the Chucky movies and stuff. But so for me, like, I, I just remember loving Sigourney Weaver in the movie. <laughs> like, I didn't even remember the plot that much. Like, I didn't remember... Um, yeah. well, when we saw it, you weren't sure if you actually saw Alien. No, I know I did, but I think I was remembering scenes from the second one. Aliens. Yeah, so I remembered, like, little things, but not, like, big scenes or anything. So for me, like, I just because... I think I was just so disappointed because, like I said before, Sigourney Weaver was so amazing in it. And then going to this, I feel like I was just disappointed. And I I was hoping for something, like I said at the beginning, with a horror game, I had such high expectations because I saw Andrew play Outlast. And that was scary. Like, that was like, I was like so tense the entire time he played that. And then so when I started playing this, I think... I jumped once and it's because I wasn't paying attention at all. So yeah, I didn't I just I didn't find it scary at all. Yeah, there was a couple times I jumped. There was a couple times where I'd open a door and then all of a sudden, boom, the alien was right there. And yeah, that made me jump a couple times. But as far as like actually being scared, this it didn't do much. I'm I'm a little bit at the beginning, like I said, but after repeatedly dying and not knowing why I died and why I was caught, I it it lost its horror. Um, as Liz said, if you're looking for a kind of stealth horror game, yeah, I would recommend Outlast. Outlast is on Game Pass. And if you're kind of into this kind of genre style, I, I would recommend that game more over this. But yeah, because the stealthiness just, it didn't make much sense. And then they try to add combat, which you could use to fight the humans or the androids. But you had very little bullets. The aiming was really bad. You could whack people with your wrench, but you couldn't really melee the robots because the robots would grab you and then punch you and it was just that was very frustrating there's no advancement yeah i never felt like my character was getting better you would they did have a crafting system which would help you build noisemakers flashbangs emps but majority of the items i didn't think worked well well sometimes they worked too well but then other times like the smoke i thought was terrible never used the smoke uh, the explosive devices I used, but it took way too many resources to make. But to go with how dumb the AI is, there was one time I threw a noisemaker. Three of the humans went up to it and were just staring at it, going, what is this thing? I threw a grenade, and obviously it's very loud. It killed two of them, but the third guy completely ignored that his two friends just died. He still just kept staring at the noisemaker going, hmm, I have no idea what this <laughs> thing is. And I was just like, okay... Like, I just took out your friends, but you don't seem to matter, okay? Man, what was so, that giant explosion? I don't know. This thing's crackling on the ground. I'm interested. That's what it was. It was just like, Piece all of candy. right? See, I so, made this stuff, but I only used the med kit, to be honest. Yeah, and I you only get the med kit for a good... It takes you a while to actually get some of the more interesting gadgets. So you're just kind of, you can't pick up any bottles to like throw and distract people. You have like these rewiring tools you could find on the wall to like maybe create smoke. I thought that was a completely pointless mechanic because you had would have to go up to the box, make yourself completely defenseless, try to do this weird mini game to divert power to create some sort of distraction. And it just, it never worked. I never used that device and it was just pointless. So that actually reminds me too, another thing amongst the many things that I just adored about this game, <laughs> it it doesn't explain anything. And there's a, there's a lot of games out there that do that. There's a lot that make it a little bit tough, but 
this game just gave you nothing. Uh, like when you hack the doors, the first time you do it, oh, find the code to hack the hack the door, but no indication as to do it. And it only took me maybe a few minutes to do it. Fortunately, I had someone watching me on my stream who who was able to actually help me through a little too. But at the same time, I, I just couldn't. I was like, this is stupid. There's absolutely nothing to tell me how this works. So yeah, I got I Andrew's didn't help with that it. too. <laughs> yeah, there was very little tutorial. Anytime, so there's an achievement to complete ten different mini games in the game. Which majority of the time there's about two you're doing, which is like hacking the door, which hacking the door has two different types of mini games with it. And then randomly later on in the game, it just sprinkles in just one time. One time you'll do a mini game where it's like, oh, connect the dots, but you only do it this one time. So you don't really get that achievement until you're far in the game, which also brings another complaint with this game. This game is way too long. I cannot believe how long this game was. And I actually went through it all. <laughs> Which I'm curious. I always wonder heart. if a game is is worth it to the end. Like, is the ending worth the game? So what did you think? Because I didn't finish the game, to be honest. But I know you did. So was it worth it? No. This game, <laughs> if this game, I probably would rate this game a little, a little bit higher if they cut out a good five to six hours. So it seems like average playthrough is about 12 to 20 hours with this game. I beat it in 13. And it was a very long 13 hours. <laughs> so, yeah, the you just your character is already super slow. But then there was a couple moments where you're in spacesuits, which, once again, they did a fantastic job with the design of the spacesuits, their exact copy of the movie. But anytime you're in a spacesuit, there's one scene where you're in a flashback and you're seeing how the alien got on the spaceship. So you're you're following the crew that brought the alien onto the spaceship. And if you've seen the alien movie, there's nothing new with that story. <laughs> they literally are just walking through the desolate planet, which you're actually walking. So it's this 30, 45 minute like walkthrough of just you walking through a desolate planet. It's just gray rocks, dark, and you finally get to the derelict spaceship and one of your crewmates gets a face hugger and that's the end of it. So it's like, okay, you easily could have cut that 45 minute segment and just made it a two minute cinem uh, cinematic. Because there wasn't much gameplay, you're just walking through a desolate planet, and oh, there you go. And then at the end, when you're trying to dock with your ship to get away, you are walking down the longest catwalk. And you know there's no enemies because you, you can't do anything. Like, you can't crouch, you can't run, you can't use any of your gadgets. So it's literally just a walking down a catwalk. And it is a very long catwalk. This segment took about 20 minutes. And it was just to walk down a catwalk, push two buttons, and walk back. That was it. It's They could have easily cut that, and it was just no point in it. It was so frustrating. Was there boring. any dialogue during no. this time? No. It was just you in a spacesuit walking down a catwalk. No, there was dialogue when you pushed the buttons and then Ooh. walked back. Yeah. All right. Could have well, made so that it was a worth it then. Yeah. <laughs> and the ending is also just super anticlimactic. You just it just kind of shows your character adrift in space, and you see a flashlight hit her face, and she maybe wakes up, and then that's it. Like there's no there's no maybe. meat or like reward kind of doing this. I didn't feel like yeah I beat these aliens yeah I saved people or anything like that. It's just that's it. Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> Roll uh. credit. <laughs> 
credits. It, that, no, it really did roll credits. <laughs> it was just <laughs> like, all right. Ugh. Hope you had fun. And it was just, ah, uh, it was Gosh. so frustrating. Because part of me really loved the attention to detail in this game. Because I, I really love the Alien series. I, you know, I've seen Alien, Aliens. I seen a chunk of the third and the, and I did not see the fourth because I heard that movie is just atrocious. But then I've seen um, Prometheus and Alien Covenant, Alien vs. Predator. Like, I've, I've been following the Alien series for a while and I, I really like the Alien series. And so I loved the attention to detail to this game and the idea of this game was a really great idea. It just unfortunately is not fleshed out. And I feel like that is the curse with Alien games. Because even Alien Colonial Marine, as bad as that game was, I still had a, a bit of fun with it because I love the Alien series. And once again, that game had a lot of attention to detail. Like, this game had so much attention to detail. Like, I didn't pick up on this until we saw the Alien movie. But when, I, when you get to the factory, the android factory, there's actually a human with a magazine stuffed in his throat and he was killed by an android. And I just saw that. I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. But when we saw the Alien movie... If you remember the scene where Ash, the android, is trying to kill Sigourney Weaver, he's yeah. trying to shove a magazine down her throat. Like, something you would not pick up on, but they actually put it in the game. And I thought that was really impressive. Yeah, I definitely Keith. wouldn't have noticed that at all. Keith, um, I saw Andrew playing a little bit of the survivor mode. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. Did you play that yeah. at all? Uh, I mean, I tried it. Um, <laughs> that, that was actually probably where I had my most alien interaction in the game. I got maybe a third of the way through it like i think four or five missions maybe and so i plugged away some survivor mode and it wasn't much better yeah that's about all i have to say about that i i, don't like I just oftentimes things. yeah the 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 fact that it was timed was already stressing me out especially where everything is so slow in this game and then the time is just ticking away at you that was driving me nuts in yeah, just everything about the way the alien interacted just seemed so boring. I just all I wanted to do was just run past it. Yeah, the survivor mode, it just it didn't make much sense to me. It, it was meant to obviously be the smaller chunk where it was a challenge where you could get a high score, try to do the objective as quick as you can by avoiding the alien. You have limited gadgets, limited supplies, try to get a high score. But it it was even more frustrating cuz the map, they don't give you a map in this game mode you're only meant to be in one room and kind of find the objectives. So that game mode was just trial and error, which is not fun. Well, I feel like a little bit of it too was, you know, again, for the people who were really into Alien and they wanted to know every little bit about the back characters, you know, get those extra side stories, that, that extra dialogue or, or kind of things you read. But for me, couldn't have cared less. So this did, did this at least make you semi-interested in the Alien movies? Uh, no more or less than I was. Like, it didn't kill anything for me in terms of the Alien movies, because a movie's just far different than a boring video game. But it didn't make me want to run out and watch some some Alien movies. No, not at all. Which, it's silly that it's not on streaming. It was actually hard to find. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know where I would find it, to be honest. I've been feeling like I've been talking a lot. Is there anything much more you guys want to add? I mean, all I was going to say, I think, really, is that this game kind of lived up to my, uh, no, not lived up to my expectations, but lived down to, rather. I don't typically like a lot of movie games. I don't think they come out as well as you would hope. And yeah, it was it was exactly what I would have expected from a movie game. 
See, I, I don't think the fact that it's a movie game is what hurt it. I just think... So with this and with the other infamously known alien game, Alien Colonial Marines, which is an action first-person shooter game, both of these games are clearly taking place after the movies that they're kind of dedicated. So this one's more based on Alien, and then Alien's Colonial Marine is based off after the Aliens movie. Both are two very different styles of games. It's just unfortunate I don't think they were made well. I think they have good ideas. Like, I think it would be cool to have an action-packed first-person shooter where I'm shooting aliens, but that game just wasn't made well. And then same with this one. I think a stealth horror game trying to run from this alien, really cool idea. It just... it its mechanic was not good yeah but that's i guess kind of my point is a lot of times with a movie game some of the finer details of the gaming goes overlooked and you just end up with too much focus on the movie which is great in the aspect of like you said attention to detail you know true to the story right down to to minor little easter eggs but they just didn't care about the gameplay they just wanted to Again, go back to your term, write a love letter to Alien, and they did only that. I don't think it's so much that they didn't care about the gameplay. Like I said, so with their what games they've made before are real-time strategy games, which is nothing compared to this. Like They had to hire people who've at least done games like this just to make this game, because they had no one on their staff who could make a game like this because they just know how to make a real-time strategy game. So I don't think it's that they ignored the gameplay. I just don't think they had the talent for it. I don't think they focused on anything, though. Because it's like, for me, with the movies, the character's the main thing. If you're not focusing on characters, you're not focusing on on gameplay, you're not focusing on the actual story. Because, I mean, I didn't I didn't think the story was, was good. Yeah, no, the story didn't drive me at what all. What were they focusing on? I think they just wanted to get a game out. Yeah, you make a good point. one redeeming thing. Even, like... Like, yeah, they, they had a lot of cool things from the game, but even with that, do you think, like, it had enough, like, art style and stuff, too? Like, I there was nothing that stood out for me, and I was like, oh, this is, a, this is like, the good part of the game. I think if you're flat all around, it's just like, let's make money off of the Alien franchise. I think the environments were good. I was going to say, because, I, I, again, I have no real bearing or, or position from the Alien movies, but it was just a spaceship and it was about her running and getting chased by this alien, right? So it's like the idea of it makes sense. It's just so poorly executed in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, and I do agree with that because like the environment and everything of it was great. Um, the graphics I thought were really good. Well, not really good. They were pretty good. I thought the character models were pretty bad. Well, not bad, but they're kind of poor. Everyone looked moist. Like, they're not really sweaty, yeah. but, like, they kind of glistened, like, all the time. And I, it just, thing. to me, it, it looks kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, I didn't harsh, really notice that. I was that. disappointed. <laughs> I'm not mad. Yeah, I'm just the, disappointed. Like, you know, like, I don't want to sound mean, but it's just, like, I feel like if you're going to go for a classic, it's got to be good. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to make a, a really good movie off of a book gonna be really good because the book is always better the movie is gonna be better you know yeah but once again you're kind of making the argument of the fact that it's a movie game it's kind of doomed at the start and i I don't think that's the case of this game i just i I do agree with you liz though when you said like yeah alien is really kind of based on these characters and stuff and i didn't care about any of the characters 
and your character try to make it seem like, oh no, so and so died, but it's like I I don't care. <laughs> I I I you, there was like maybe a minute of dialogue with this character. I don't really know much about him. You can find some audio logs to learn about the people of the space station, but the audio logs are basically, oh, we're trying to survive, or let's try to steal stuff, or ah, oh, that guy's a jerk. Like I just didn't care about any of the people. The game needed a cat, like the movie. <laughs> Your mission is to save the cat. Well, once again, they then I would have cared. <laughs> the cat carrier from the alien movie was in the game as well. I saw a couple of those around, but didn't see a cat. See, that would instantly brought up my score at least a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you're like, if you have a goal to like rescue the cat, I mean, that was a failed opportunity right there. Oh, to try to run after the cat, even though you can't run because the alien will catch you and kill you. Yeah, <laughs> but it doesn't catch the cat. I actually had seen, so I was looking up Easter eggs on this game, and I actually had seen one. I think it was a reference, actually, to Blade Runner. I'm actually bringing it up here because I'm, I'm trying to remember now. Yeah, so it says Blade Runner Origami. It's like a Black Panther. So there is kind of a cat. But, but yeah, I think, but it's oh, a reference. Oh, Origami? Yeah, because well, it was a Ridley Scott movie, and this is, uh, and Alien was a Ridley Scott movie. Yeah, exactly. So it was it was an ode to to the maker of the movie, and there's actually a bunch of that around. If you look up some of the stuff that's in here, it's actually pretty cool. Oh yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of like Easter eggs, obviously littered everywhere. But even then, too, with the achievements, the achievements are all like kind of quotes from the game as well. Like there's an achievement called "It's in the Vents." There's an achievement called "I admire its purity," which was one of the last lines Ash the Android said in the movie. Uh, there's another line where the guy, when he hands you a flamethrower, says, it's an animal. Animals are afraid of fire, which is what uh, they said when they gave the flamethrower to Dallas in the movie. So there's tons of little Easter eggs. That's really cool. I appreciate that. Yeah. And so I thought that was kind of cool. They based a lot of their achievements on kind of these quotes. They even did, once again, another quote, uh, another ode to System Shock, which is uh, another survival horror game where you're fighting androids. And if you hit an android with a stun baton and then melee it to death. That's how you get the achievement. It's called Shocked the System. So that's supposed to be an, a little nod to System Shock the Game. So I like this game was just full of Easter eggs and little nice little odes and homages to different various things. Yeah. Well, so you brought up the achievements there as far as like some of the, the fun names and stuff. I, I think I'm going to just jump right out and say it for myself. I don't think this is a great game for achievements. It's okay. It's not a great game for achievement hunt hunters. I like I said completed the game and I think I'm at a little over 500. The rest of the achievements are just very tedious. Yeah, 12 hours for 500 points of of hard long 12 hours. I unless you're really into the alien games, I don't think it's worth it. No. A majority of the achievements you get though are story driven. So there's 18 missions and you get an achievement for completing each mission. And there's like achievements for using the gun once, using the shotgun once, using the hacker tool once. So the majority of the achievements you get just from doing the story. But then the more difficult achievements is complete the game without dying, which forget that. One achievement is complete the game on the hardest difficulty, which once again, like I think it was 0.02% have completed it. It was something very low. And then collect all the audio logs and collect all the logs of the Nostromos and then collect all the ID badges of everyone, which I think is over 50. Way too many. That's Not for up for overachievers. That. Yeah. Whoever gets all those achievements, you have a lot of patience. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, there's, I think one of the best ones I saw, I don't even remember the name of it, but I can't even imagine doing is going through the game without killing a single human being. I actually was really close to doing that, but then really? I just got so frustrated. Yeah, because it actually wasn't too difficult. Because at the beginning, you don't have a gun, so you got to avoid the humans. But then later on, when the alien's more prominent, all you have to do is make some sort of noise, and the alien will appear, and the alien will kill all the humans for you and clear the room out. Oh, uh, okay. That yeah, so it wasn't, it wasn't too bad to, to kind of do that. But then at one point, the alien is gone for a while because you, like, you launch it out in space, but then another alien comes. But so there's a segment where, yeah, you're, there's no alien to help you out. So I was like, ah, forget it. I'm just going to kill the humans. That makes sense then. Yeah, I definitely didn't get that far into the game. All right. So surprisingly, this game has a very high rating on Metacritic. So on Metacritic, it actually has a... Well, actually, before I even say it, what do you guys give this game? What, what, <laughs> what would you guys rate this game? I'm going to let you start on this one, Liz. It's your game. Oh, dear. Um, it's hard because I really wanted to like it. Like, I really, I was excited. But, to, like, for me, I kind of felt like I did when I was playing Ashen, where I just didn't want to play it. So I think I'm going to have to give it, like, 50, 55. Is that terrible? I would, yeah, I would not no. recommend this game. <laughs> But yeah, I I think I'd have to uh, a gen like I'd be be more generous because I feel bad. I'd give it a fifty five. <laughs> I like you say I feel bad as if like the creators are listening to this and they're crying right now. Like well, oh like, she's so mean. Well, like this is the last creative assembly it. game we're ever getting. Thanks, Liz. <laughs> Great oh, job. <laughs> so uh, I'm not even I'm not even sorry. <laughs> 50 or 5 uh whatever whatever scale out of 10 or 100 we're going off of there but yeah i i respect what they did i the graphics weren't terrible but the mechanics weren't there the horror wasn't there the story wasn't there i don't know the game could have put me to sleep so <laughs> how's that that's my score and then i guess i'm the higher one i i'd probably give this game like a 6.5 out of ten, that's nice. How of you. Generous of you, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because I, I did, defend yourself, sir. On, I started to enjoy it a little bit more once I had a bit more of the gadgets. Even though I still only ended up using like one or two of them, the game oddly became an action game. The last like three hours, they actually gave you a bunch of ammo and stuff because you're fighting androids that were more beefed up. So they kind of it slightly became more of an action game, which made it a little bit more interesting. But like I said, if this game shaved off a good five hours, I probably would enjoy the game a little bit more. As someone who really likes the Alien series, I really liked what they did. I thought the environments were absolutely top-notch. The the like smoke, the way the vents looked, all the little Easter eggs, I thought they did such a good job. But yeah, this game, its story just was not compelling at all. I did not care about the main character. I did not care about any of the other characters. Uh, the AI, I thought, was very hit or miss. And the gameplay was just was just really slow, really slow. <laughs> All right, so currently right now this game is at retail for thirty dollars. Would you guys recommend this price point with someone who doesn't have Game Pass? Who would you recommend this game for? I want to say no one, and I would not pay thirty dollars. <laughs> what would you pay? I guess like I like I mean, obviously they put time and energy into it, and it costs money to make a video game. Ten dollars. 
Uh, yeah. I mean, I was going to say I just wouldn't recommend it to even a Game Pass person, personally. Unless you're super into Alien. Very cool if you are. Go ahead. Um, yeah, 10 bucks tops. Yeah, see, I would probably say 10 bucks as well. Um, and I would only recommend it to people who like really like the Alien series and kind of always wanted a 3D experience to walk around the Nostromos. I would say like this is a it does a good job with that, but it is just it's more frustrating than anything. Would you recommend it to anybody? Yeah, just I would recommend it to just someone who's maybe a big fan of Alien. But as someone who's like a fan of this genre, I'd more recommend Outlast, which is also on Game Pass. Uh, which I wouldn't be surprised if maybe we do someday. But yeah, there'd be very few people I'd recommend this game to. All right, well, that's going to do it for this week on Game Pass Grab Bag. If you enjoy listening, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe wherever you listen to this fine podcast. Uh, did we miss anything? Did we get it horribly wrong? Let us know. You can find us on Twitter at GPGBPod. Uh, we're also on Facebook at Game Pass Grab Bag. Or you could also send us an email at GamePassGrabBag at gmail.com. Yeah, make sure you like and subscribe. And heck, tell a friend if you think a friend would also enjoy this podcast. Well, and I have been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can find me on Xbox Live at Firebird01844, where I also stream on Mixer with the obviously same username, where I mostly will be streaming some of the games that we're reviewing, which next week is my pick. And I figure we pick something a little bit more action-based, but once again is also very hit or miss for some people. But I decided to pick Crackdown 3, oh, a wow. new game that came out on Game Pass. Nice. Yeah, so this, I think, will be a little more fun. And I have been your experienced, but not quite their gamer co-host, Keith. Uh, also on Xbox Live, of course, at Lil Fluffy. You can find me streaming the games we're playing, as well as others. Same name on Mixer. And I'm Liz the Noob, gamer tag, come on, I'm Dean, but I do not stream. <laughs> nice. All right. <laughs> Well, thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed, and we'll be seeing you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>